0: All in. This is what the Lord said to me. I was having a conversation with a fellow down in Burness, and I said something, and he said, oh, well, you know, we don't believe that way. We don't do it that way. And I, that bugged me because I was talking miracles. I was talking power. I was talking healing. And it's like, oh, you well, know, we just, we don't believe that way. And it bugged me. And so I'm driving home, and I am said, Lord, this bugs me. And the Lord said to me, The problem with him is he's not all in. And then I proceeded, part of my route through New Brunswick, as I was listening to Matt Reb and Chris Tomlin, part of my thing, I started preaching a sermon about being all in. I started preaching. It was a great message. I got blessed. I'm in my truck. And I'm preaching about all in, and the Lord just gives me all these scripture verses and all this other stuff about being all in. And I was so blessed because you know you got to live all in. Say all in. Why don't you confess by faith? I'm all in. See, that's where you got to live your life all in. And, and 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 all all in means you can't be out of anything. If you're either all in, right? Amen. And I want you to see how important this is. And so, as I'm driving, then I I get along and I see this, and I realize as I'm preaching that living all in is easier than living with part of your life all out. And I found out with Christianity, the easiest way to live on this earth is being an all-in Christian. The worst way to live on this earth is not to be a sinner is to be a Christian who's not all in. Now listen to me. If you're just a sinner, you never got born again, then you're living a life the devil's not going to bother you too much because he's already got you. He's just taking you down to destruction. He knows you're going to destruction. He knows there's no hope there. But the worst person on this earth I've found in my life is is a born-again Christian. Who knows about Jesus but doesn't live for Jesus. Man, that's an open door. I'm I'm, I'm happy to say I've never been there. I got born again and, you know, it's just my personality. I got born again. I found out that this is the answer and I went flat out. I got all in November the first morning I got born again in November of 1989. I woke up the Friday morning, a voice or a thought came to my mind, all your answers are in the book. I said, okay, I'm going to read the book the rest of my life, and every day I'll read the book, I'll find the answers. But basically, I was telling them, I'm all in. I didn't know what I was all in at, but I just knew I was all in. I knew something to changed my life when I said that prayer on TV for Billy Graham, and I just decided if it's changed my life, I'm all in. And I think I've been living my life that way pretty well all in. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but we're going to read about Paul. I got a few minutes to preach yet because we're still going to get out on time. But praise the Lord. But it's just, it's living all in. Praise the Lord. We have to live our life flat out all in for Jesus with no excuses. We can't be making opinions on our own saying, oh, well, you know, I know, I know, Pastor, you think that way, but don't ever say but. But means. But I don't believe it. But I don't live that way. No, I know, Pastor, the Word says, you teach us how to live holy, but I just have a little sexual problem. You're not all in. Actually, you're really out. Amen? But I just have a little anger issue. You're you're not all in. See, we have to learn how to jump all in and find the best life, Amen. Now Jesus said it. He says, "He says if you jump all in, my yoke is easy, my burden is light." Amen. But let me quickly go find find some Bible here that I'm going to stick to. Is that is in Philippians chapter three, verse seven, eight? It's a famous scriptures here that we shouldn't just know so well and Paul so Paul saying in verse verse uh, 7 Philippians 3 verse 7 but the things we that were gained me these I have counted loss for Christ yet indeed I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ I love that word he says, anything I thought was important before I met Jesus, garbage. Garbage? But I was kind of a big shot before I met Jesus. Garbage. Well, I, 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 had, I had a lot of money before I met Jesus. Garbage. Well, well, well I, I, I was pretty sharp with garbage. The thing's that we thought were important before we met Jesus, biblically speaking, we're to say, garbage. Fresh start, new start, brand new, doesn't matter. Amen? You know, I remember... I, I used to, I, I still do. I love real estate. I love houses. I love buildings. I love building stuff. I love buying buildings. I love, I love any project that involves a building. I'm in. I'm in. My wife says, get some of the done at home first before you get any more going on. Amen? But I'm in because I love buildings. I love buildings. But you know what I had to learn? When I got born again, my house is not my own anymore. It's God's. Remember when Nino got born again? Nino was only six months old in the Lord. And he comes to me, and says, Pastor, I just got a revelation. I got a revelation. I said, what's that, Nino? He says, God owns a flooring company now. <laughs> it's not mine, is it? It's God's. I said, you get... I said, Nino, that's awesome. There's some people who have been saved for 20 years and never figured that out. You got that in six months. Amen? See, anything Paul said that I thought I was, now Paul was a big deal. Paul was a Pharisee. Paul was a big big shot in the religious, in the religious field, you know, in the Jewish religion. He was a big shot. He says, junk, garbage. Amen? See, he, Paul jumped all in. That's why Paul changed the world. That's why Paul lived the life he lived, because he changed the world. Amen? And so, what we have to do, we have to be thinking about our life, and it just comes down to this place where we have to think all in. We have to be challenging our life and say, what's holding me back? What is in my life that keeps me away from getting all in? And find out that all in is what I got to be. I got to live all in. Amen? Praise the Lord. And, and so, so, we have to look at the fact that we have to be renewing our mind every day. Romans twelve two, you got to renew your mind every day with an all in mentality. Anything, say anything, that keeps you away from being all in, garbage, got to go. That doesn't mean you don't have to, You can have nice things. We, like Linda and I, we got a lot of nice things. We're blessed, and it's not that you got to get rid of everything. You just can't own anything. See the deal? See, you can't own your money. It's not your money. I, I, I like what Pastor Adam was saying about the offering about moth and rust. Here's the deal. When you live in the kingdom of God, there is no moth, and there is no rust because there is no corrosion. Amen? And I, I, got a thought, I thought when he was saying that, I said, yeah, because, you know, the problem with the world system, you know the problem with the world system? In the mid-19-something after the First World War, the world econo- economic system went away from the gold standard for everything. But guess what? Heaven's still based on the gold standard. What? The streets are paved with gold. Everything is gold. The kingdom of heaven is still existing on the gold standard. Amen? You heard the joke, right? You heard the joke about this guy, rich guy. This rich guy, he's dying. And so he's born again. So he he comes, he grabs a bag, his bag of gold. Just as he's about to go to heaven, he grabs a bag of gold. And he arrives at the pearly gates. And who's at the pearly gates? St. Peter, of course. We know that. I don't know if it's in the Bible, but that's what we learned in, in, in church. And so this guy arrives with a big sack of gold on his back. Peter's curious. Peter's really curious. Not many guys show up to heaven with a sack, sack on their back. He says, hey, man, welcome to heaven. What do you got in the sack? And the guy says, oh, I just had to bring it. I just, I just had to bring it. What do you got in the sack, man? I had to bring my gold. And Peter looked at him strange, because Peter has been in heaven for a long time. He says, you brought pavement? You brought pavement to heaven? See the difference? Is pavement that important to you? It's nice to have pavement. Well, I'm not going to carry around my back because it's so important to me. Amen? So you've got to get your head wrapped around what's important in the light of eternity. Amen? Let's keep going with Paul. Hallelujah. So Paul goes on down into... Praise the Lord, I'm all over the place now this morning. (laughs) That's what happens when you start ministering first, right? Your mind goes, right? And so, so he says, so Paul goes on in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, not that I have already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on. That I may lay hold of all that which Christ Jesus laid hold of me. See, he laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, I love this, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of Christ Jesus. Amen? Now, look at this. Look at this. It's, it's so cool. See, see, Paul is writing this, but he's just, it's his own life. He's, taking, he's talking about himself. No one can get mad at Paul because he's talking about himself. Amen. But look at the words he uses. This, this, how, this, is, this is Christianity 101. This is how faith operates. This is how we're to live on this earth. He says words like, I press on. I lay hold. But one thing I do, I press toward the goal. I press toward the prize. Do you know, can I just tell you, there's nothing passive about being a Christian. There's nothing just sit back and que sera, sera, hope the, hoping for the best. That's not, that's not being a Christian. Maybe that's religion. Maybe that's social something over here. But Christians don't do that. We lay hold. We press on. Amen? We're all in. We're running after. There's a need, like that bread machine, that bread slave, that, there There's a need came up. How much? Okay, we'll take care of that for you. See, that's what Christians do. We keep, we keep moving, advancing the vision. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want you to see how important it is to have an all-in mentality. And it's more fun. And it's just fills you, and it's just, it's just so good for us to have an all-in, vision-focused, centered mentality. We're about the Father's business. We get up in the morning, think, what we can do for God? You go to work, but you're thinking, what can I do for God? You're at home, you're cleaning, you're vacuuming, you're doing dishes, but what can I do for God? How can I get more involved? What can I do? See, your mentality is all in. I love this. I love this. I think it's been my mentality all ever since for 30, almost 34 years. But it's just I want to I say that, you know, this is the normal. I don't think I'm abnormal. Some people think I'm weird. And maybe I am a little bit. But I think you' got to be a little weird to do this. I think you would got to be a little crazy to do this. But let me tell you, I think I'm normal. I think according to the Bible, I'm a normal Christian. I think I'm an everyday Christian. I think when I read the book of Acts and I read how Paul talks about how we're to be Christians, I think I'm it. But, but, but pastor, you, 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 you'll literally do anything God tells you to do. Yeah, it's great. I remember we couldn't build this. This building couldn't go up and, and we had our house. And I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, do you want me to sell the house? And I, I got some money in there. I'll, I'll, we can sell our house and give you all the money. if That'll help. He says, not yet. He says, no, that's, I'm not asking you to do that yet. But I said, I just want to let you know it's available. Because what's a house? A roof, some walls, a place to stay warm. Well, they're making them every day. They're making homes all the time. Whether it's the one you have now or the one you're going to have later, it's a home, it's a home, it's a home, it's a place to sleep, a place to eat, a place to have, raise your family. But it's not so important. I couldn't give it up. And I found out if you give up something this size, God tends to get you something this size. Good deal. Amen? Here's what Paul says, and I'm going to finish with this. You've seen a miracle here. You're watching a miracle take place. 20-some minute sermon. Amen? Praise the Lord. Paul says, Philippians 3.17. Brethren, join in following my example. I like that. We're the invitation is to be like me. Paul's invitation is, I'm normal. I'm an example of a Christian. Be like me. Amen? Isn't it great that we don't have to go around saying, I wonder, I wonder what it's like to be a Christian. I wonder what Christianity is really like. It's such a mystery, isn't it? Be like me. Imitate me. Be like Jesus. Be like Peter. I'm glad Peter's in the Bible because he was really need perfecting. And I found out I really need perfecting too. I'm like Paul, not that I've really arrived. Amen? Join in following my example. Amen? Uh, And note those who so walk as you have a pattern have us for a pattern. See that? Uh, you have us for a pattern. So you say, what's my Christian life supposed to look like? Paul. Jesus. Peter. James. Paul. See, the, see, we have a pattern what Christianity is like. But sometimes, and sometimes it's the church's fault, we haven't been bold enough to tell the people who come to our church what are Christians really supposed to look like. Because we don't want to hurt people. We don't want to offend people. We don't don't want to hurt people's feelings. And so we say, oh, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's not. If you love Jesus, live for Jesus. If you are reading your Bible how you're supposed to live, do it. Amen? And why are you saying this, Pastor? Why are you saying this? Because your life will get so much better. The fears will go, the sickness won't attack your home. The prosperity, the finances will grow. You won't have the issues that you are having right now if you just jump all in. Amen. The only reason—can I just be? I'll just, I just—I guess I'm being pretty blunt, anyways. The only reason that the devil can come into your home because you have left doors open. Because you're not all in. All in people have no doors open. Amen? And so, what I'm saying is, if we just close the doors, amen? Now, this, 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 this is the last verse, and you've got to love me after this verse for sure, right? Philippians chapter 3, verse 18 and 19. Paul says, right after 17, that verse 17 was so nice, Paul. Why did you put 18 in? For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame. And Look at this, hyphen, amen, who set their minds on earthly things. There's the problem. There is the problem that we have going on. If we keep our mind on earthly things, we're not all in. And if we aren't all in, then we have doors open and we have things going on in our life that don't need to go on in our life. Amen? And so I just thought I'm just going to share it very quickly, all in. I want you to challenge yourself this week. Now, we're, none of us are perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. We know that we talk about it. We all need grace. We all need God's help. And I wish I could tell you that I've perfected this and I'm just perfect in every aspect of my life, but I'm not. But I'm all in. And I want you to just examine. That's why I really wanted to release these words to you this morning. Are you all in? Are you all in to the things of God in your life? If you're not, repent, ask God to forgive you, and jump all in. Amen? If you are, you say, I'm I'm flat out all in, then check check and make sure. But here's the deal. It's so important that you and I are all in. It's so important that you and I recognize the need to be all in, and then we make the choice to be all in. Because, my friends, this earth is not getting any easier. Have you figured that out? This earth is getting crazier. And the people who have their importance in the earthly things, the system of the earth right now, they're going to get dragged down with more junk that keeps coming upon the earth. And so you say, Pastor, this is a tough message you preached this morning. It only is if you want to hold on to earthly things. But if you, if you want to serve Jesus, you're going to say, oh, Pastor, this is a message full of love. Because Jesus, although he would teach really tough messages to the people, read the Gospels, they're tough. He was love. But he, was, he had so much love for people that were listening, that he'd tell them the truth. And he'd challenge them to make decisions based on truth. And for some people, maybe listening online or maybe someone here, it's going to be a time where you can say, man, i got to make some changes. That's okay. We've all been there. But here's the reality. When we make the changes to follow Jesus, we go all in. And when we go all in, God now can move in our lives and do the very things He wants to do. See, I found this out too in another revelation. God really does have a good plan for me. But I'm the one who can either allow Him to bring it to pass, or I'm the one who holds it back. Amen? Based on what I do with my life. But when I decide I'm all in, God says, now I can bring my plan to pass. Amen? So the easiest life and the best life has already been planned out by God. But He leaves the choice to you and me whether we're going to be all in and let Him do it or whether we're going to keep Him on the outside looking in. Amen? And as we're driving back, last Monday. I was just seeing the importance of this. And I started getting very happy. I started getting very happy because I watched what God has done in this church, in this ministry, in my life, when we're all in. I'm, I'm just, it's just wonderful what God has done because we made a choice 24 years ago to be all in. Amen? And God just keeps blessing and God just keeps taking care of because we're all in. We're going to still live all in. I, 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 Pastor Adam got up and says, just wondering, just checking. Yeah, God was checking too during worship, and we said, yeah, we're all in. Amen? This church is all in. There's a revival coming. There's great things coming on this earth with God. We want to be there. We want to be all in, and we want to help other people see it experience it and live it amen father in the name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus i want to thank you father i want to thank you father for capital city church but not the building lord not the things the people they make up the church i want to thank you father that the people of capital city church those people who are joining those people online those people who are just wondering Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you have such an amazing plan for their families, children, health and finances and places to live and all jobs and businesses. You've got all these good plans already worked out. All we have to do, Father, is choose to jump all in. And Holy Spirit, I just want to give you an assignment right now. Will you help our people? Will you help every one of our people make right decisions? Will you help our people to jump all in? Every day, 24-7, will you help our people, Father? Holy Spirit, just be nudging us and talking to us and keep moving us forward on the right path challenge us when we aren't all in but give us the peace and the joy when we are all in let that anointing lead and guide us into all truth let us see the benefits of being all in for jesus in every area of our life And I thank you, Father, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Amen? Amen?